Welcome to Ignited Soulpreneur. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive business coach, and my mission is to help soulpreneurs just like you ignite their unique voice, stand out online by being themselves and owning their power, and ultimately be booked out with soulmate clients who love to pay them. This podcast is where you learn how to grow and market your business in a way that is authentic, aligned, and heart-led, but still grounded in practical tips and tools. So are you ready? Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode and today's episode is an interview. I had an amazing conversation with Pascal Coutet and she was on the podcast for the second time but the first on Ignited Soulpreneur. You can go back and listen to the previous episode we had on Heartspace. It was episode 48 which I will link in the show notes and today we are talking all about market research, why it's so important in your business and how to do it and also simplifying your business why that is life-changing and so much more fun Um, and just to reintroduce Pascal because some of you might be new here and you may not have listened to episode 48 you may not know Pascal yet so Pascal is a coach um, who helps creative minds build a mindful business that serves their conscious living so a business that helps them grow and grows with them and serves the life that they want to create and also respects who they truly are deep down, which is obviously what I'm all about as well and what we're all about here on the podcast. And so she supports and empowers her clients to honor their truth and design their life and business from the inside out so they can do less and create more space to just be. How good does that sound? Okay, so I think we're just going to jump in. Let's bring Pascal on the show and I hope that you will really enjoy this episode. If you do, don't forget to leave a review. Um, It really means a lot. And you can also always screenshot these um, episodes and tag me. You can also tag Pascal and you will find everything to connect with her in the link in the show notes. So let's do this. So hi, Pascal. Thank you so much for joining me on Ignited Soulpreneur today. I am very, very excited about our conversation. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Um, And the first question that I always ask my guests is what is your morning or what was your morning ritual like today? Um, My morning ritual is usually pretty much the same. So I do a self-healing Reiki um, healing on myself Mm -hmm. pretty much. And then I read a bit um, and then I do some kind of movement. Sometimes it's yoga, sometimes it's a workout. 
and I follow it with EFT tapping Mm. and that's pretty much it. I like that. I like that you find some time to to read. What are you currently reading? I'm reading a book about essentialism uh, and I think it's so like I love reading but I find it something that you end up never (laughs) doing. So I just make sure that it's the first thing I do in the morning. That way I can I can make it a habit. That's so good. Um, I totally agree with you. I love reading and I have had a hard time incorporating that into my life. So I've been trying to read at night just before going to bed and making that a ritual. But I finished my last book, so I'm like kind of on the hunt for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, thank you for sharing that with us. And can you maybe talk a little bit about your business and what it is that you do, who you help, all of that? Absolutely. So I'm a coach um, and I always have trouble labeling the type of coaching I do because I plan mm-hmm. a lot of different things and I, I don't really like labels anyways, Yeah. <laughs> but I do a lot of mindset coaching, uh, business coaching. I integrate a bit of NLP and uh, recently a bit of Reiki as well. But I work mostly with, I would say, creative entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, to really help them grow a business that supports the life that they want so we spend a lot of time gaining clarity on their purpose on what's essential for them and on building their inner compass so it's easier Mm -hmm. for them to make decisions because i think it can be very difficult sometimes to make decisions uh, in business you know choosing the type of clients that you want to work with and that really aligns with who you are and choosing the type of work you want to do, choosing your schedule, choosing where to invest your time and your energy. And then once you're able to make those choices uh, and those decisions is to set uh, supportive boundaries to help you just create a lot of space for what truly matters for you. Mm -hmm. So it's really, I help them bring a bit more intention and more focus and also more fun in their business because I find that a lot of them tend to feel very stressed out and Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And since I'm working with a lot of creative beings, uh, I think that when you're overwhelmed and stressed out, that's the worst enemy for creativity. So (laughs) we spend a lot of time around that. Oh, that's so important. And I love that. And I also love that you focus on helping them make decisions. I feel that, sorry, that's so important. And I don't know about you, but um, I have definitely had um, in the past a hard time being decisive. And maybe it's Mm -hmm. because being an MG, I don't know. Um, (laughs) But also, I think I have an emotional authority in human design. So I don't know. Do you have emotional authority or... I do as well. Yeah, yeah. okay. So maybe that's also the case. I feel that people with a sacral authority, it's maybe like more like a gut instinct, like yes or no more. I mean, if they practice, obviously, it's not always the case, but it's Mm. it's almost more like rapid in that sense. And I kind of um, wish I had that sometimes, but anyway, it's all perfect. And yeah, I think it's (laughs) super important as business owners and to create success on our own terms to be able to make decisions in alignment with us and in a way that you know yeah that helps us move forward so yeah i just wanted to share that quickly (laughs) um yeah i feel sometimes we we look for clarity and clarity and clarity and i think that's great but also sometimes it's easier to find that clarity once you already have some kind of 
I call it a compass, like an inner yeah. compass. So you spend a lot of time just m figuring out who you are and your purpose and your values and like what's really yeah. important for you and how you work. And then it's easier to like what I do with my clients sometimes is that I help them decide the yes and no, like how I work, how I don't work, who I serve, who I don't serve. So whenever they have a decision to make, it's easier to go and to check their filters pretty much or their criteria mm -hmm. and then, you know, making those decisions. Absolutely. Um, and it can be so challenging sometimes when we are like in that space of overwhelm with so many decisions to make mm -hmm. especially in business and in, in the maybe the beginning phase and I was just thinking of a, a client that I that I just recently started working with and how it's been a little bit difficult for her to find clarity so on our last call and this is a topic that we wanted to talk about so I kind of am bringing that and weaving it in um, I told her you know I mean she's been sitting with this for a while and I'm all for that but sometimes we also kind of need to take the next step and for her I recommended going and doing some market research so I know that was a topic we wanted to cover can you tell us a bit more about that yeah of course I'm a huge market research nerd I know it's not popular but I really I'm passionate about this topic um, I've studied it actually in in university and I know how it can sound very daunting and complex but I think it doesn't have to be when you're an online entrepreneur, but it's really hard to find simple to understand material out there that is also efficient. Sometimes the information is either too surface level or it's mm -hmm. way too intense. So <laughs> yeah. I actually decided to create a whole program on market research that is tailored to entrepreneurs like us, actually. Um, but yeah, market research is such a powerful tool and if you want to have a an easier way to look at it or a more fun way to look at it, it's really active listening. So it's just a tool that you use to actively listen to your ideal client so that you can co-create your business with them and making yeah. sure that everything you do is intentional. Oof, I love that. And I think that you're absolutely right. It has sometimes a little bit of, I don't know why, uh, it feels daunting or it has a bad, I don't know, reputation for some reason yeah that's how I felt about it but I have um a few months ago when I was kind of also refining things in my business I did some market research and I definitely believe that it's a powerful tool to as you said and I hadn't thought about it in this way but really co-creating your business mm -hmm. with with your ideal clients and your soulmate clients because at the end of the day you want to be able to work with people and, and serve them in the best way and have offers that will support them because the other way around sometimes just going out there and thinking you know but mm -hmm. without having done the market research can be a little bit um, of a problem and um, yeah so I love that we're talking about this and how would you go about like a few simple steps maybe for someone who may be wanting to start market research but again has had too much information or isn't sure how to do it what would be a few easy and simple steps yeah well i i feel like the first step is 
some kind of reframe about it because yeah. um like we like we just said it it can seem very daunting and i know a lot of people feel resistance towards it um it's the case for everyone i work with at the beginning they're like oh no i don't <laughs> want to do that um and eventually they really have fun with it like all my clients are loving market research now which wasn't the case before we started working together because it seems so complex and it seems so not creative but actually i think it's just a powerful tool to help you stay in that creative uh state and mm -hmm. i can explain a bit more what i mean by that but i think it's important to start with that little reframe and get into the process with another way to look into it because it can actually be really fun and a very creative process because like we said it's co-creating your business yeah. with your aligned clients and it helps you just um, become much more confident and much more yeah. calm because whatever you're creating whether like for sure an obvious uh, way to see it is to make sure that you're you're targeting the right client that's yeah. step one but also it can help you design the right offers and also your message but it can help you on so many other things like your emails, like your mm -hmm. captions, like your sales pages, like your podcast episodes, for example. So you're not there spending your days wondering what should I create? What should I do? And trying to figure out a strategy uh, when you really learn to actively listen, it just becomes so such a flowy process because you're basically creating from that inspiration that comes from the answers that you got with market research yeah um so that's a very important distinction to make here and then i would say that a simple way to go about it is first having a plan and i yeah. know it sounds very <laughs> obvious but when you go into it and then you start receiving like answers from a lot of different people it it directs you in 120 different directions and then you feel overwhelmed but when you have a plan and you know this is my objective this is what i want to learn from them yeah this is exactly the person i want to learn it from because it it's pointless to ask random questions to random people mm -hmm. you want to be very uh, clear about that so having that plan and knowing where you're going to get the information where you're going to reach out to the participants of your research who they are and what you want to learn from them. That's a first step that makes everything uh, much more easy and, and simple. Mm. And then it's just designing the right methodology around it. So in terms of, is it a survey? Is it interviews? How many of them? Uh, how do you want to go about it? Um, and what's really important after is having the right a tracking system and the right way to analyze the data because it it's yeah. pointless again to have <laughs> all this data sitting on your shelf and not doing anything with it and I think that's where sometimes people are a bit confused about what to do with it so they have all these answers in their excel file and now they're like what should I do with that so having that clear step-by-step -step tracking system is really helpful Mm, yes and I'm just listening to you and I I wish I had this information at the very start of my business because mm. it would have saved me a lot of time actually um, because sometimes again I, I think that we want to do something but we don't we we don't co-create it with the right people and then it kind of lands nowhere or it doesn't 
you know, work out the way we wanted. So I think that can save people so much time and also be such an amazing resource, as you said, when you have all this data and the question or the answers that you have received. And and I, I personally feel like I'm always kind of still having this process of not necessarily market research because I think I, I finally landed on some clarity with all of this, but in my client sessions or in discovery calls and things like that, where people come up, there's always patterns and then that allows me to create content around this and answer that. Exactly. So I feel like that's an ongoing process as well. It's not market research exactly, but it's a similar process. Yeah, it's some form of market research. Yeah. And I, I, I love that you're mentioning it because I do it every day on a daily basis. It's just, it's not to the same extent for mm-hmm. sure. But when you learn to be curious, when you learn to truly listen, that's where you yeah. can see those patterns. Because if you don't get into this curious mind and you don't actively listen, y- you could have the same exact session with your client, but not be really listening and not seeing those patterns and now you're seeing those so you can take note of those patterns and then create content around it or like improve the the coaching package or things like that absolutely and it's it's an it's always evolving and actually active listening is it seems so obvious as coaches doesn't it but at the same time Mm -hmm. I, i i don't know about you but i've haven't seen everyone as coaches practice that and for different (laughs) reasons right for for like maybe sometimes it's thinking that we have like as the coach has all the answers and more of a teacher Mm -hmm. kind of approach um sometimes it's more because of the lack of confidence and like oh my goodness I need to say this or thinking yeah I think it's um it's interesting so I'm not sure exactly where I'm going with this but I just wanted to yeah but I agree to to like yeah kind of start with this active listening it makes a good coach doesn't it exactly because I've I, I see so many entrepreneurs like spending so much time wondering what kind of content should I create? Yeah. What kind of offer should I create? Mm-hmm. Why is my offer not selling? Where <laughs> all the answers are there. They, they are all in whatever your client is saying or not saying. And when <laughs> you really actively listen, you can see those patterns and you can get your answers. And now what I love with that is that it helps you just focus on what matters because you have the answers. You can just go from there with being inspired by these patterns that you're seeing, creating yeah. content based on it, and you're spending way less time trying to figure things out and try to create content, which helps you do what you're supposed to do, which is serving them the best way that right. you can and becoming better at what you do, whether it's, you know, a coach or a copywriter or a graphic designer, what, whatever that is, but you're becoming better at your craft because you're spending more time refining it and not, you know, creating a lot of content that you don't know if it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of fluff and things like that. And yes. yeah, I, I've I've definitely been, been, been guilty of this in the past, so I can really... It, lands with me very well what you say and I think the more we do this so I guess it all starts with the shift of in perspective around (laughs) how we do things and also I think getting out of our own way not only for the research part and the content creation part but then also in our coaching as I was just saying like as a good coach holding space active listening all of that and then it simplifies everything doesn't it absolutely I could not agree more. (laughs) And then going back to um, 
well essentialism in in business and and the the book that you're reading and all these principles i think that that is super powerful do you want to tell us a bit about that and your approach to it absolutely well it's it's an approach that i uh integrate in my coaching for sure in my business coaching because um i've been living this way for a few years now you know mm -hmm. decluttering my life completely and uh, mm -hmm. i've been traveling full-time for six years before COVID happened <laughs> yeah uh, and remember. so i learned to yeah to declutter and to kind of cut the fluff and and really uh, spend time on what really matters uh it, instead of busy work you know filling yeah. my days with so many different tasks that don't really make a real difference. Um, and I think that's where um, a lot of people get overwhelmed because mm -hmm. they it's a belief that you have to shift. You don't have to do a lot of things in your business and you don't have to spend 10 hours per day on your business. You just have to spend time working hard on what matters. Yeah. And to know what matters, you have to be very curious about yeah. it and really listen to what's going on. You know, if you're creating content after content and it doesn't really land anywhere, cut it. Like maybe it's not a platform for you or maybe what you're creating doesn't really resonate with your ideal client. Mm -hmm. Or maybe your offer is not based on exactly what they need. Maybe it's just a, sh a shift. Like maybe it's just the format. Maybe it's just an added support that you have to add, but you have to be able to be curious about it to see yeah. what works for you and what doesn't work for you and to really align it to who you are. I know that you talk a lot about, you know, human design and astrology as well. And I think that that can be a great place to start to learn to know yourself and then trust yourself and then make your decisions based on that and really yeah. focus only on what matters. Oh, thank you for saying this. I think this is going to be so, yeah. so useful um, because again, I, I can see myself like even not that long ago, maybe at the beginning of the year, doing so much like unnecessary work, trying to be everywhere. And and I don't know, like I think what you you say, it's really all about, first of all, being curious and open, adapting. So allowing yourself to change and 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 tweaking things in your business and your offer being willing to do that because sometimes we tend to be very rigid but it, having that openness and simplifying things yes cutting the fluff cutting the fluff I, I yeah think that's super like important. For example, <laughs> yeah like an example of market research but applied to a more well simple way to do it is for example i always send a form before working with someone to see where they're at and yeah. then a feedback form at the end where I asked them what was the most helpful about coaching and was what was the the useless things oh, that we yeah. did so that I can understand yes it was helpful but not really helpful so I yeah. just want to keep just what works you know just what's really helpful not somewhat helpful or average helpful but really really transformative and I think that when you cut the fluff around it and you just focus on what's really transformative for your clients that's where you can grow your business much faster because you're becoming way better at it mm -hmm. and you're creating deeper transformations and well that's what you want right mm, yes i really believe that and um again i think we all have our process and i had to go through complicated and complicating and <laughs> over complicating everything and and all the fluff and now like really trying to cut it and it's 
obviously still a process. I'm probably not there yet. I know that, but it does make everything so much more enjoyable as well. Yeah, and it makes business much more fun. And I right. think you know we we leave corporates because it's it feels meaningless and it feels boring and we don't feel like we're doing anything and it's just not fun and then we recreate that in <laughs> entrepreneurship sometimes and uh, yeah. I think we all go through that but yeah. eventually you have to go back to why you started all of this in the first yeah. place and it was to make everything more meaningful and also more fun and there's a way to do it absolutely definitely absolutely and I think it's also because of uh, how our subconscious is programmed we equate like having a business and earning money and being successful whatever that means to us which is very different from person to person but we kind of think that to have that we have to work a lot because that's kind of what we see a lot the hustle the hard work um which yes sometimes it is but i think allowing ourselves to just first of all shift our belief around this and knowing that it's not about necessarily working more um and harder but more about working smarter and allowing yourself to receive more exactly exactly time. yeah yeah so you're working hard still but you're working hard on what what matters and yeah. what makes a difference and, and usually when you do that you end up not working 10 hours per day sometimes it four hours is plenty you know right. if you're really focused on what you're doing and it's on something that makes a difference in your business then you don't have to be working that much and I it was a huge struggle for me as well mm -hmm. to to see it that way you know I think you're absolutely right in in the sense where our subconscious mind thinks that you need to be working a lot and to do a lot a lot of work and to be working 24 7 to achieve um results in your business which is not true yeah absolutely <laughs> no i totally yeah. agree with you and that kind of leads me to asking you about what your definition of success is in your business and i have a, an idea already of what that might look like but just wanted to ask you yeah well that that's a great question and it's a question i always ask at the beginning of a coaching program with my clients because mm. i want to be sure that we're working towards their definition and not yeah. someone else's because it can be easy to get sidetracked uh but for me it's really about um how much time can i have to to do creative stuff like for me it's all about that mm -hmm. used to be a, about travel um it still is but it's just with the current situation it takes a bit less space right um but for me it's about um a successful week for me is have i been able to take a day off to do watercolor or to do some drawing if mm -hmm. i did then makes me happy you know it's it's really about that for me to be able to spend time doing things that really fulfill me and for me it's creative stuff but yeah. also to feel like I am working only with my most aligned client that's yeah. that's a success for me if I'm Absolutely. able to work only with exactly the type of clients I want to be working with then it's a huge uh, I, I feel successful you yeah. know and what about you yeah definitely no it, and it's also better for them too <laughs> exactly I no, <laughs> I love that. I think I think these elements of um, the, the time freedom. So before it was more the travel, right? But um, now it's more like doing things that you enjoy 
in your life and finding ways to incorporate that without the travel I think that's beautiful and that's also one of mine and I completely agree as well with the um, working with aligned clients and yeah that that definitely makes such a big difference it really does yeah yeah and now I'd love to like dive a little bit into more of um well human design I know you're an MG but learning a little bit about how you use that in your in your business while still keeping you know it's simple and not because as MGs we tend to maybe do a lot of things or want to do a lot of different things so how do you kind of um balance out the two or how has that been helpful for you to to learn about yeah it's been very helpful to learn about it because i used to you know uh, have a lot of self-criticism i guess Mm -hmm. about changing from one thing to another but it's just it's part of my design i guess and um i just i just make a lot of space for other things in my life than business so i learn a lot of things i take a lot of online courses Mm -hmm. um do a lot of different projects because i do have a lot of different passions and so i think for me it was also a learning experience to understand that it like all my passions don't have to become a business it can only be a hobby (laughs) you know and I think I I was trying to find a way to bring everything together or have multiple businesses I used to have three businesses at, Mm -hmm. at the same time um and eventually it's like okay well it doesn't have to become yeah. a money making activity it can only be a hobby for now and eventually you'll see so just that little shift really changed things for me and to be able to create space in my daily schedule and my weekly schedule to take classes on a lot of different things mm-hmm. i love that i think that that's so good to also remember that you don't have to turn everything into a business and also mm-hmm. you don't have to bring everything you love and like jam it into one business almost Mm -hmm. like I don't know I see that and I know I've tried to do that at some point like everything and trying to put it all in your you know your your uh, mission and who you help you want to help everyone and and all of that I think you can kind of also simplify there and and find more clarity in focusing on one thing and then seeing how that goes and allowing yourself to change if that needs to happen refine evolve and also allowing things to just be enjoyed on the side not just you know not bringing everything into a business as you said I love that I agree (laughs) and if another thing I really like to look at is well there's it's two things that go together but I'll start with the element so the four elements if you were to kind of um Tell us one or two that really make most of your business or that that inf- that are infused in your business. So between fire, air, water, and earth, what would you say that would be? Um, well, thinking about it, it just makes sense with uh, my own astrology, yeah. I guess. But yeah. um, That's my other question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, I would tend to say earth and water yeah um because i'm a taurus sun and i'm a scorpio moon Mm -hmm. so a lot of grounding uh and calming and patience and well i love i love visuals i'm not gonna lie (laughs) and also a lot of creative 
flow, I guess, and a lot of emotional stuff that we're mm-hmm. going through. So I guess it's a mix of both, I would say. Yeah, I was totally feeling that. Definitely the earth. Mm-hmm. And and that's also why I start with this question, because what I like to look at is in, uh, in someone, it's their sun, moon, and So we have those and then rising and north node. So do you know, um, I mean, I'm sure you know your rising. Yeah, my rising is Gemini and okay. my north node is Pisces. Oh, so water there too. That's interesting. Yeah. And how, how do you, I mean, I guess you do feel that that is incorporated into your business. Do you feel it's helpful to, to know this and has it been something you've used consciously or not? Definitely. Um, I think I wasn't using it consciously at the beginning, but then I started learning about astrology mm-hmm. and it just made sense. And it helped me, you know, stay on track because that's who I am. And it helps me just know that I'm on the right path, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, I think it's such a hu- useful tool to uh, really get to know that blueprint about yourself yeah. and then seeing what's true about it, what's not so true about it, but still being very curious about um, about all of this because it gives you some clues, you know, and then mm-hmm. you can see what you want to do with it. But it's a, it's it's very helpful. Totally. No, I, I completely agree. And that's why I love incorporating that. Um, and I Do, obviously, sometimes it's not, you don't have to take all of that in and use everything because, you know, your inner knowing is always more important. But I definitely think that it can be helpful and interesting and fun also. So that's why I like to look at it. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us that we didn't cover? Something helpful, maybe a tip or anything like that that you'd like to share with the audience? Of course. Well, if they are interested in learning more about market research and they want mm-hmm. to make it a part of their business, I have this new program that I'm launching right now. It's called Insight and Impact, and it's an evergreen program. So it includes mm-hmm. a self-study course about market researchers, step-by-step, very simple with exercises. And then there's also a private coaching component. So I can really walk them through step-by-step and answer all their questions. We have a session together. I audit their plan to make sure that before they go out and interview people, they yeah. actually have the right plan. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very happy with this program because it's exactly, well, if you talk about essentialism, I really wanted to go back to what's the most important and what makes the biggest mm-hmm. difference in your business. And it's being able to master that tool. So if you want to master one tool, yeah. I would say learn about market research. There's so many other things that you can learn about in terms of strategy and platforms and things like that, that are all very useful for sure. But when you uh, really master that that tool, which is market research, it helps you see which platforms are actually important for you to know about yeah. and what is the strategy that you need to learn about. And so everything makes sense. Everything mm-hmm. is very intentional. And so, and so, yeah, if they want to learn more about it, I have this program. Amazing. And I'll, I will put the link in the show notes. And so my last question is, how can we support you and where can we find you? Yeah, well, I have a podcast as well. It's called Change Your Latitude. And you can find me on changeyourlatitude.co or at Pascal Cote in Instagram. 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Pascal, for all of this. It was so nice talking to you and I always love having these conversations and going deeper into things. So thank you very much for sharing and thank you for your time. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Oh, 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 o